I mean, coming in, I had no expectations of making money. And I think that's also like why a lot of people are brought in the wrong way. They're coming in with the expectations of be your own boss, work whenever you want. Within a few years, you're going to be a millionaire and you're going to retire by 28. You're going to retire by 25. So, you know, come in, make all this money, work whenever you want, and you're going to be rich. Hello and welcome to Driven, the podcast that dives deep into the world of business, fitness, self-improvement, and just becoming the best version you can be. This podcast aims to inspire, educate, and motivate by sharing valuable experiences, lessons, and tips on personal and professional growth. So buckle up and let's get started on this exciting journey. How's it going, everyone? So in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the time we were in World Financial Group, which is also kind of known as a MLM. And, you know, a lot of people also have a misconception of it being a pyramid scheme. Uh, Just to introduce myself, my name is Alexis. And then my name is Juan. And yeah, like I mentioned, we're going to just talk about our story. I know Juan, you were the first one who you could say got into it. Yeah. So could you just kind of share your story, your experience, how you got into it? Yeah. So pretty much we both were in World Financial Group. Uh, I know it's it's a different business model. It is. Then, for example, you know, quote unquote, a regular business or a business where, you know, you have the owners and then, you know, they employ people and you have people working under you. Uh, multi-level marketing is, is, is it's a different business model. It's not either good or bad. I think it's just the way that how people run it. Because, uh, I mean, the idea of having to help people, like, like if you help people make money, you make money, that's that's a good one. I mean, that, I think that's a good business model. But I guess it depends how you actually run it. Um, but, yeah, I, I know we both were in it. But I know I started it because one of my friends had started it before. It was right after high school. I was working at the Home Depot. And so I, I saw my friends, um, well, one of my friends. He's the one that started it. He, at the very beginning, he pretty much, you know, told me about his, the, pretty much where he started working at. Right. And so I remember he took me to his office. It was in West LA. He took me, he took me in for pretty much just an interview in a sense. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm down. Like, mm-hmm. I will see what it is. And then uh, pretty much, um, you know, they did the presentation and all that. And in general, I tend to be very skeptical. I tend to be like question everything and so right. once they were you know pretty much uh once we were there the presentation and i was asking a lot of questions i don't remember the specific questions but i was asking you know like kind of what's the turnover and i think even before that i had researched what is world financial group and i think searching it and seeing what's online you already get an automatic idea as to what it is i was thinking it's a scam it's kind of like people don't make money um, and so going in there i was kind of going in almost com- combative as in like you know this is not you know this is bad and uh, so, yeah, I asked a lot of questions, the turnover. Th- that's one of the things that later on I did find out uh, that I was t- saying, you know, kind of what's the turnover here? And they said, like, pretty much only like one out of 10 people like leave. And that is not the case. Right. It's more like nine out of 10 people leave. And so it's the people that run it that make it look bad. Because mm-hmm. if they were just straight up, I, I think it, people would have a uh, a better perception of it. But yeah. And, and so I didn't start. But, you know, so so then, you know, that was that. But then my friends, you know, like when we used to play soccer, I, I think you were there. Yep. You know, they used to get ready. They used to dress up yep. and then they used to go to work. And so I'm like, OK, like and they used to do that quite often. Like they're they were talking a lot about like, you know, work in a sense. And so I, I'm like, huh, interesting. And then uh, one of the times I my friend invited me to one. They, they had like a, a team meeting and. We, it was in Burbank, and so we went to their house, and then I remember the, the marketing director, which he, he's a cool guy from, at least to me, he was very cool. Yeah, and so that was the meeting, and then the, the main guy was there. And I remember this, too, because pretty much everyone that was there, he would shake their hands, and then he didn't shake my hands. Granted, at that age, I was like 18, 19 years old, so right. I probably looked super young. I wasn't in the uh, 
in the team. So it's like, I get it, but it's kind of an asshole thing to do, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, but yeah, and so I, I remember that even to this day. Yeah, he was young too, I remember. Uh, but I digress. Um, and so then, and but I know right before that, or right after that, they were going to go to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? Uh, why don't I just go? Right. It, it wasn't it wasn't for the meeting, but it's like, you know, Vegas. Mm-hmm. I've never gone there. So yeah, so we went. We stayed in a... Well, we tried to stay in a Excalibur, like in a good hotel, but I remember someone had to be 21 years at least to mm. rent it out. No one was, so we just had to stay in like a, this like travel lodge, uh, you know, a small motel. Uh, but yeah, and so then, you know, just the constant of them dressing up nicely, you know, going to the meeting, being excited. It kind of I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is like something that I see like, a, a, you know, a huge future in, but let me go check it out. Like, I, you know, I w- at least want to be part of it, at least to hang out with my friends. I just, you know, started pretty much told them, you know, like, hey, I want to start. Paid the $100 fee, um, which is, it, it really doesn't go to like anyone or the recruiter. It actually goes to the administrative fees, at least in World Financial Group. Um, and then you to get you uh, to get you set up, paid it. And then, yeah, just started going there. Um, and then I didn't go in there with much expectation of nothing Mm -hmm. but you know going to the first few meetings it was like kind of like it kind of expanded my mindset or my vision in a sense as to like you know that the nine to five is not necessarily always well not that it was bad but business in a sense they were talking a lot about business and finance insurance investments and so that's something that i really liked at least that aspect of it and then the meetings just expanded my vision and so a few days in I was like, you know what? L- let me actually try and see how it goes. And I remember within the first, I think it was two weeks, I think I got licensed. Um, and yeah, and that's pretty much how I started. And I know after that, you kind of like invited me or you told me, hey, you know, like, dude, I think you need to come to like a meeting. You you like there's all these people making all this amount of money. I don't remember how I actually like invited you, but I'm like, it's interesting that I use that. Well, that's what I perceive. I, I could be remembering wrong, but it was kind of like, hey, come on, you know, like all these people, like it's a good thing. Just come check it out. And I remember it was a Saturday. Yeah. And uh, I ended up going that uh, at the time I was I was still in high school. I was 17. It was around 2013. And then the, the day I went, I remember watching all these people making X amount of money. They were making hundreds of thousands a year. They were making millions a year. And and you know, I thought to myself, just listening to all their stories, you know how how they started. Because if you look at a lot of people that are successful in World Financial Group, they kind of it, looking at them speak, looking at the way they act, uh, they're good. But then you kind of think to yourself, you know, like if this guy did it, you know, like if you know, barely speaking English, good English, you know, stutters a lot, coming from a different country. You know, if these guys could do it, then, you know, I could do it, too. So it's kind of looking at all that, looking the way they grew up, looking the way, you know, some of them came to the U.S. Now they're making all this money. They're helping all these people. It kind of like, you know, if these guys could do it, I could do it. So it kind of made me decide to start. But I know because I was 17 at the time, I couldn't start Mm. because you had to be 18 to, you know, to work at World Financial Group and then also get licensed. You had to be 18. So I would just go to the meetings. But yeah, that's how I got started. You know, I brought it. I got brought in via Juan. Um, I know you mentioned you got licensed. So when you get licensed, I'm assuming you're able to make money now, right? Yeah. So like, w- when was the first time you actually started making money after you got licensed? So I mean, was it right away or after I got licensed, I started losing money because now we had to pay insurance, okay. like Arizona admissions, and uh-huh. and uh, you know contribute to the agency or pretty much just pay pay like a in a sense like rent. 
to okay. actually be able to produce from that office. And so actually I was losing money, but like a few, like I think a few weeks to months in, like I think I was able to get like a few clients and, uh, and yeah, it was like, you know, several hundred dollars every, every insurance policy granted, like the more they pay towards the insurance policy, the more commission you get. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, I, but overall, like since working there at world financial group, I think I know I made no more than two thousand dollars. No more than two thousand dollars. And that's profit. That's after you pay no, monthly. No, that, that, that's pretty much what uh, the I got in commissions. So would you say you lost money overall, yeah, or that, you you made more money than you? No, because uh, I I know like you said you had to pay for your license, like errors and emissions, in case you mess up, kind of like insurance. Yeah, that was like thirty forty bucks a month. Right, and I'm pretty sure there were other expenses, kind of like you Ga- know the gas, the gas, pretty much like. Yeah, so the gas, the having to go to the meetings, maybe going to on trips. On trips. And then I know once you get licensed, you have like the office you're working from, you had to pay a monthly rent. Kind of like to be able to work from that office. Yeah, right? it was like around 40 bucks. 40 bucks, right? So adding all that up and, you know, like after your sales. And, and I know you worked there for like a year and something, you know, like a year. Was it a year? Like a year and a half. A year and a half. So you made 2000 you had all those expenses. So would you say you made money or you, you lost money? No, I, I would say I lost money. In, in terms of like financial, mm-hmm. I lost money. Okay. But I think more than that, I gained a lot of like... Knowledge. Knowledge, like a mind shift. Uh, a mind shift mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I don't know how to say it, but kind of like it changed my mind on a lot of things. And then I also looked at insurance as almost a necessity. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things that I got from there is like insurance. Like we both have insurance and yeah. that's something that if anyone's watching, if anyone has kids, parents, someone that, you know, they care for, it's almost a necessity. Life insurance. Li- life insurance. It, it, you, you have to get it. Like, and, and so I'm, I'm saying this from a, a place that, you know, I don't benefit from you getting it, but it, you definitely should get it. I think, I believe everyone should have it. Um, but yeah, so definitely, uh, the, the, more than the financial loss, I gained more in the knowledge and the uh, mm-hmm. mindset mindset uh, change. Yeah. Uh, because now I had a, like a, experienced or at least seen what was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then like, but you know, that, that was kind of like my experience. And, and then another thing that I did gain was learning how to talk to people. Right. Because I definitely got out of my comfort zone. I, I had to talk to people, you know, not random people, but sometimes people walking by, you know, or not even walking by, but like in the, in the mall or yeah, wherever, wherever it was, um, you know, it's kind of like seeing, like looking at them and then kind of also like there, there was also a lot of like people skills that I gained. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I got better at talking to people. Um, and so that that's one thing that I definitely also gained a lot. Yeah, and so if I were to put, like, my whole experience, it, it was a net positive, even though I lost money because I gained so much knowledge and, and I would say, people skills. Okay. And also financial, mm-hmm. like, literacy, that it, it was definitely, like, if, if I were to go back, I would do it again, mm-hmm. even though I lost money okay. because I learned so much. And, and, and that's just World Financial Group. I don't know the other businesses, like... uh I don't know, like, if Primerica works the same or, like, um, and Avon. That, and also, that's just that individual office yeah that i know i know like uh a lot of people from world financial group who have offices they're in like they're brokers yeah so meaning they're kind of like its own you could say they're kind of licensing wfg you know like they're operating with the wfg within the wfg umbrella but they're brokers so meaning you know like they have their agents you know they have their organization but they still go through world financial group and i know every person also runs it different yeah so you know like some people could run it really good to the books but then other people you know not so much yeah, because there's, there's some offices or that pretty much 
they look at Indeed people or resumes, Craigslist, and they call them up saying, you know, they bring like it, it's it's not the most ethical way yeah. that they run their business. It's a it's pretty much you're your own business owner. Yeah. You you start there, you know, you get paid ten ten ninety nine, but then pretty much it's up to you. You could decide whether I just want to be a producer. I just want to sell life insurance. And there's a lot of people that make a lot of money from there. Um, so just, you don't have to recruit. Yep. Because remember when we used to go to the meetings or to the conventions? Yep. Uh, there was this guy. Yep. I don't know if you remember him. I remember. Uh, he used to make, I think, just on commissions alone, like on his, without his team, like over a million dollars a year. Yep. Just on, on his own production. Yeah. Which is just selling. Yeah, and, and then there's other, on the vice versa, like, I think that's why it's structured that way, because you're incentivized to recruit, not because you make money off of the people coming in, because of if you help them make money, then you make money. Yep. And at the same time, you know, you, you help insure other people. So I think it's a good business model. It's just the way that it's ran. Um, and so, you know, that's why you're incentivized to make, uh, to recruit, in a sense, if you want to build a business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so that, that, that was my experience. Um how was your experience? Because I know you were, well, I mean, we we're only two years different, but uh, you, were, you were brought in there younger. Like, kind of like, what was your experience overall there? I mean, coming in, I had no expectations of making money. And I think that's also, like, why a lot of people are brought in the wrong way. It's, you know, they're coming in with the expectations of be your own boss, work whenever you want. Uh, you know, within a few years, you're going to be a millionaire and you're, you're going to retire by 28. You're going to retire by 25. So, you know, come in, make all this money, work whenever you want, and you're going to be rich in a sense. So I know a lot of people are brought in the wrong way, but I was brought, like, the way I was brought in, it was through you. Mm. So it was kind of like, um, there was a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. And the way I brought in, I had no, like, I had, coming in, I had no expectations of making money. I was still in high school. I was still 17. I was still going, uh, you know, to school. Uh, I would just go to the meetings because, like, same thing, like, same thing as you. I, I, I wanted to, you know someday make something for myself i wanted to be successful and so i would just go to the meetings i would just listen to all these people i would absorb the information and little by little my mind started changing like my mindset it started you know becoming more of maybe college isn't the only option anything is possible like these people they they weren't going to college but mm-hmm. they were making all this money so it's kind of like okay maybe college isn't the only way and you know that kind of made me decide then and there i was a senior in high school that made me decide that I didn't want to go to college. I remember my advisors, they were telling me, you know, apply to these colleges. You, you get five free applications. And they would consistently tell me, like, you know, kind of like insist me. And they're like, oh, what do you want to do with your life then? And, you know, I would always tell them, I want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time this, this teacher is all like, well, do you even know how to spell entrepreneur? Damn. Oh, you know him. Huh? You know him. Who? Um, I think it was Damn. Okay. But, yeah. So, he, he said that. And I remember... It's kind of a cliche what they say, but, you know, like some people over there that make all this money is like, you know, barely speaking English is you kind of don't need to know how to spell to make money. So it's kind of like anything is possible. It's just you, you just need the right mentality, the right work ethic, the right discipline and the right opportunity. And you, you can make it in life. College isn't the only way. Yeah. So I did that for like seven, eight months until eventually uh, I turned 18 years old. But I remember at the time, because we didn't have much money, I wasn't working. I know you were still struggling, you know, yeah. with, you know, you you still had the job or uh, either that or you went full time. I forgot. I think at some point I did go full time. So we really didn't have much money. I know my parents didn't really have much money either to spare. And I didn't want to ask them because I know they had their own uh, expenses. So when you start with World Financial Group, like you mentioned, you had to pay that $100. I didn't even have that $100. Mm, I yeah. remember I was asking people like, hey, you know, like, 
could, could I borrow $100? So it's kind of like everyone, like, at the office knew I was turning 18, so they were expecting me to, you know, come in, you know, already be a part of World Financial Group. But I think it took me, like, two days to, to join officially mm-hmm. World Financial Group because we were broke. Um, and, yeah, I, and the next step was getting licensed. But, you know, me being me, it took me a, a, lo- a lot longer than you. I know it took you two weeks. I think it took yeah. me, like four or five months and it Mm. took me like four or five tries Mm. to get licensed and it was because like i went into the mentality of okay i'm going to these meetings so Mm. i should know the information but it's a it's a lot different you know like it's very technical like the insurance you know like what type of policies not not to get into much too detail but it's very technical so it's kind of like it took me three or four tries and i remember like on the third try i was like fuck man like why can't i pass it am Mm. i fucking dumb in my head and you know like a tear you know came out of my <laughs> a tear came out of my eyes it's kind of like yeah but on the fourth one uh it's kind of like i got my shit together like okay you know i'm gonna study like i'm gonna take all this time to study which i should have done from the beginning because you know me being me uh anyways i decided to study so i passed it <clears throat> i got licensed um but i never used the license i never i never made money mm. yeah you remember that yeah uh because like i would just go to the meeting i would like like you mentioned i would go they call it prospecting yeah which is basically like going from malls to malls or mall stores and everything talking to people yeah pretty much just prospecting like the yeah. people that are working like you see like you know whether they're you know i mean granted at, at that point you want anyone but uh yeah that, that's one of the things that they uh, that's one of the things that i also see that they didn't emphasize that even though a lot of people did, did that because yeah. you, you wanted to they had a whole system but you wanted to touch your war market, pretty much the people yep. that you knew, you know, friends and family. Um, and it works really well if you actually believe in the business and the product. Yeah. Because if you actually believe in insurance, life insurance, you know, God forbid something, you know, something had happened to you. Like, you you know, someone passed away and then you had to create a GoFundMe that, not the embarrassment, but by having to ask people for money, all that. I think, like, if someone, like, goes through that, I think they would have a lot higher belief in life insurance. And so, you know, it makes sense, um, you know, why you should believe in what you're doing. And then also why, you know, like, uh, they emphasize, you know, your warm market, pretty much, you know, family, friends, people that, you know, co- you know, co-workers that, you know, maybe have a job. Be- but because I think I had touched most of our warm market because our, our our market was pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like, in a sense, you were or we were after that, we were forced to pretty much like prospect. Yeah, because I know it's a year and like a year and like eight, nine months, a year and 11 months, basically. So like you mentioned, you had kind of like touched everyone around us kind of like already sold to them and then also i think another reason why i wasn't making money is because i was still working i was comfortable you know getting the paycheck because it was easy you just showed up you clock in and you make money as opposed to when you're an independent contractor because that's what you are working at world financial group you're an independent contractor so for whatever you do you get paid if you don't do anything then you're not gonna get paid so that's what i was doing it was kind of like I'm like, yeah, you know, like I'm going for the information, but like, it's like I'm already working. So I would be making excuses. And like I mentioned, that's why I think people are brought in the wrong way. You know, they're brought in. You work whenever you want. You're your own boss. Uh, if you want to take days off, take days off. And, you know, eventually you're going to be rich. So that's that's how a lot of people are brought in. And like I said, that I think that's a bad way of being brought in. And I think that's why, you know, when people are brought in that way, a lot of people also say it's a pyramid scheme. You know, it's scam. And that's why you see all those reviews. But yeah, that, that was my experience with, um, you know, like starting and kind of like my overall experience with the World Financial Group. It's kind of like if you don't put in the work, then, you know, you're not going to get anything out. 
out of it. Right, and yeah, and I think that's just with any business. Like, and, and I think people get that perception of like your business owner, you get to set your own hours, your own schedule. Yeah, I think it's vice versa. Yep, you pretty much have to work at, at least in the very beginning, like all the time. Yep, and so you and you can't miss. In mm-hmm. fact, you could miss less in work working in your business and working at a job. Like you actually t- have to be there. But would you say that would you do it again? Like, let's say knowing everything now, would you go back again? I would a hundred percent. Cause like I mentioned. When I was 17, it kind of like going there, looking at all these people kind of opened my mind to something else other than, you know, a nine to five. Just on that alone, it kind of saved me a lot of time of being indecisive of maybe going to college, following a certain path and then, you know, halfway deciding that it's not for me. And then, you know, switching to something else, wasting all this money. So you failed fast. Yeah, I failed fast in a, in a, in a, in a way I felt fast. I know that. Okay. Even though I, I didn't. You could say make it in World Financial Group or, you know, as a as a salesperson, basically. I know that, you know, business was for me. So 100%, I would definitely do it again. And like you mentioned, it's, it's just all that knowledge of basically of working for yourself, building something, building a business. It's possible. Mm-hmm. So I would 100% do it again. How's it going, everyone? If you found any value or found one thing that helped you out in today's episode, you would love it if you could share the podcast with your friends, family, or colleagues who you think could benefit from it. Let's spread the knowledge and create a positive impact. Yeah, and like I had mentioned before, I would do it again because of the experience, the knowledge that we gained, the financial literacy. Yeah. Uh, Because if we weren't to, you know, go there, I think we wouldn't, like, we wouldn't have set up Roth IRAs. We wouldn't have had... Like, and then also on top of that, like some of the friendships that we gained from there, yes. or at least one of them, like uh, one of our good friends, like you know, he, he's not there anymore either. But oh, the, both of them because they're brothers. Oh yeah, the brother, yeah, the other brothers, and so like they're not there anymore. But that that's a friendship that I think uh, you know will last a li- uh, lifetime. But that's something also that we got from there. So the experience, the, you know, knowing what it is that we wanted to do, which was business. Yep. And so yeah, and so with that, like. You know, I think we're maybe making it seem like, you know, it was a good thing. So mm-hmm. what, why was it that, that we left then? Uh, on your end, like, so what, why did you leave then? On my end, um, I think like little by little. Oh, okay. First, I want to prephrase that, you know, once you're brought in, once you're exposed to that environment, it kind of like you, you, you get put blinds in front of your eyes. So it's kind of like, you know, you kind of see them as being the best and they could do nothing wrong but i know little by little like the things we were finding out through a mutual friend who was very uh in good connections with a lot of them he was kind of like telling like he was telling us everything they were doing you know they were the way they were bringing in people remember one of them they were bringing in people through like how you said craigslist he was calling them yeah and like he was posting a job and then you know like like basically bringing them them in the wrong way and kind of like wasting their time wasting their money that was one of them uh I know little by little the way you could say the the bigger people they were running their organization it was you know morally and maybe ethically uh it wasn't the best and just being exposed to that it's like man come on like we're supposed to be helping people but yeah it's kind of like you know you kind of see them like they can do no wrong you know like the people that leave or you could say losers and that's one thing i don't like about them is like that organization or at least in some like some people in that office it's like if some people do quit if some people do leave you automatically see them as losers you know like you know they're they're never gonna amount to anything so i i hated that you know looking back it's like i hate that uh because like that's not the only option like i said you know you start a business you could even you work a regular job make good money just you know be very skillful in something and you you can make good money so i never liked that that they always said that you know you're a loser 
you're never gonna amount to anything but it's kind of like being i don't want to say it's a cult but it's basically like if you talk it's kind of like forbidden the un unwritten rule that you can't talk bad about you know that organization within that group uh but like i mentioned little by little you're you're exposed to like all these things that people are doing behind the scenes and it's kind of like uh, it, i think more than anything morally yeah morally un like morally wrong little by little it's kind of like it started chipping away like maybe i want to do something different it's not for me mm-hmm. i know there's more things going forward but like i want to know your like when was the first time that you kind of like were thinking about maybe you know leaving well definitely i mean once it wasn't like viable like the expenses were more than like the uh income mm-hmm. that i was uh getting or very little income that i was getting uh, that that was one of them but then like had you had mentioned like i don't think the world financial group itself the business itself the business model is not the problem it's the people yep and so like how you mentioned that there was a lot of things going behind the scenes as to like you know there, there was a lot of things yeah like i think also money was put at the forefront of of their office yep. rather than helping the the customer get you know the, actually the right product for themselves because you make the most commission off of like for example an IUL but then there's some people that and that's one of the things like not and that's one of the yep. things that they pushed IUL 100% it's a great it's the only investment it's office, which is which is good but i think only for, like for us i think it's good yep. now that we're in the, uh, you know in, in a better place i think it's really good for us but for someone that's you know just starting out like maybe like makes minimum wage maybe has kids and in yeah someone like that let's say yeah like maybe just term get yep. term at least for now like you maybe you can't afford an uh, a permanent life insurance but at least get a term and i think they they just push i'm like you know what uh you know and i will yeah you know just kind of like stretch you know your budget and then get get an iul yep. but that's something that probably wasn't the best and, and so like yeah and so having that being pushed so much seeing that it's not the right fit for everybody it's like man so that that's another aspect and then yeah just i guess the the people there like some of the people not all of them because a lot of people were really good like i remember we used to have one another friend there that i i don't know if he's still in there but he, he was really good and i, I yeah. think he really tried to do the best for people he got like um securities license really like he was really good um and so he actually did try to like learn the financial aspect of it and like actually help people mm-hmm. uh but for the most part it was like just blinders were on yep pretty much th- we went through you know your personal financial state or strategy looked at the numbers it didn't matter how it looked i will i will yep i will which is i don't think it's in my opinion which i'm not very experienced at all but just based on what i know or from my experience or at least for me it's not the best for everybody no and just it wasn't everyone kind of like at the top it wasn't everyone like some of them were actually like really good people actually teaching you like okay iuo isn't the only option yeah and so like because i still i I saw a lot of potential it's just like and then so yeah i saw a lot of behind the scenes like i saw a lot and so if like if by any chance if anyone's watching pretty much everyone knows what went on there like behind the scenes um yeah like how how people made money yeah and there was people that were like essentially like just they just quit like not scam but like there there was it it wasn't scam it's just like morally morally it was more for their benefits and the benefits of everyone else and you know this is just you know theories in case you know we get sued or we don't want to get sued yeah i mean it's just all theoretical yeah so it's just yeah i mean we assume people based on you know what we heard we're doing yes we're doing bad it's all hearsay 
it's all hearsay and so yeah seeing that and then it's like i, I think yeah at that point it's kind of like you're almost fatigued because you know like and, and that's one of the things also that it, it's not their fault per se I mean, it's the people's fault. It's not the business. Like, it's not World Financial Group's fault, per se, that I wasn't successful. It was, honestly, it was my fault. I didn't push as hard. I didn't, like, you know, make, I didn't do the activities that were necessary in order to become successful. Yep. And so it was my fault, ultimately. Granted, the some some of the people there, how they ran their business, it didn't help. But it, it was ultimately my fault as to why, you know, I felt. And so, and it's, but also seeing that it's like, it's not something, I believe in insurance, life insurance, in general insurance. But I don't think it was the right path uh, for me. Like, seeing everything, I was like, you know what? Little by little, I'm like, it's it's not. Yeah. It's not. And one thing I want to emphasize, like how you said, it's not the organization itself. It's the people. It's kind of like if you're working for Uber or you're working for Lyft or you're working for uh, one of those companies that allow you to be an independent contractor. It really isn't so much like the company is bad. It's, you know, maybe the mistakes of a few people make the organization as a whole look bad. So, like I mentioned, it's not the organization, it's the people. And then I know towards the end, there was kind of like a breaking point of, okay, you know, it's not for us. And I remember, I think the the last thing that happened was during a trip to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Even at that point, we were like... Already out the door. We were Probably one foot was out the door. But that trip, I don't know exactly what it is, but... And it was in 2015. So, June 2015, if you guys are watching, it was in June 2015. So, it was that trip to Florida. Was in Pismo Beach, yeah. It was uh, St. Pete's, St. Petersburg. Yeah. Oh, because we also went to go see Elliot Hulse. Elliot Hulse, and you know that's something that I'm like, uh, I, I at least I'm glad that we went to go see him. But uh, yeah, I, I forgot exactly. Like I can't pinpoint it, but it, I don't know. It just didn't like it. it didn't feel. I don't know if you remember that trip as to what 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 exactly was the breaking point. Well, we got there. We had to share a room with like six other guys, and then you know, like allegedly, the stuff we were hearing of what they were doing. Uh, you know kind of like like in business no not in business oh that too but like oh yeah, oh yeah like and then like the allegedly uh and then it's just like and then and, and then that's also kind of like not my thing um to where like the, you know they're out all night not all night partying but like you know drinking you know maybe some and it's kind of like fuck i don't want to be around this like yeah like fuck let me sleep yeah let, let me sleep i don't want like and so that was the breaking point like and it wasn't everyone that's the thing no nah, it wasn't but it's like i, I don't want to be around that environment even, even though associated like, to it. yeah associated to like maybe like at work or in their office you know like maybe they are hard workers but then outside of that it's like i don't want to be yeah i don't want to be associated i don't want to be part of that yeah because okay what if they offer you some yeah so it's, it's kind of like and, and that was one of the things like you work hard and then you party hard or work that, hard. Was, that was their mentality play hard uh, oh, work hard play hard work hard play hard and but that wasn't mine like i, I didn't want to be with that associated to that i just yeah and so i'm like that was kind of like you know what that that's that's it and i left first you left first i remember i left first because uh during that time i was working i started working door-to-door sales so it's kind of it was a good experience and i know they needed more time for me uh because i was out in the field from like 10 a.m to 9 p.m 10 p.m and so it was kind of like the decision okay you know i could continue going back and forth i could basically skip a few days working uh, door-to-door but it's okay like why do i want to stick around if i'm looking at all this so i remember i went out first uh after a few months you went out Mm -hmm. yeah and so that that's pretty much it because also like yeah like i couldn't like continue like not making like Mm -hmm. money so i had to get a job and then i think just little by little starting to you know having to go to work then it it just became a lot and then also like just remembering like you know like 
and I, it wasn't like I remember the trips and that's what triggered the me quitting, but it's just like it got like it, it was just ultimate like little by little it just didn't become like what i wanted to yeah. do yeah i think majority was the financial aspect because i remember i i needed to get the job because i didn't have any money remember we were spending a lot of money yeah and so, and so, so mm-hmm. yeah we were going out prospecting basically getting new uh people like recruiting people and we would just remember we would just uh go to mcdonald's we would go to the theater yeah we would uh we would talk to people at first oh you guys would talk to people at first and then we would end up going to mcdonald's um we would end up uh, buying stuff when we didn't need to. We would end up going to theater. Like, oh, we're going to recruit people at the theater. So I remember it was like at the point we, we needed money. So that's why I'm like, okay, I, I need to get a job. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then, yeah, just like the financial aspect was a big part of it. And yep. I think that's the main reason why. But then also like another one is uh, I didn't see the success, which was my fault. 100% my fault. Yeah. But, you know, that so that and then... Um, you know, seeing like how people were outside mm-hmm. of the office is like, you know, I, I don't want to work with some of these people. And yeah, and uh, it, it, it isn't the only way to go. It's not a bad business model. No. You just have to see that it, if you actually, you know, it's not bad. So what I recommended, it kind of depends. Yep. Because is it, it, it really does depend. Um, I would say if you're starting out, it's, it's not a bad option because you're going to get in kind of like your skills at the beginning. Like how Juan mentioned, you know, like, once he started he learned how to talk to people when he when he went out to prospect he kind of like his communication skills his people skills went up and one thing i liked is they also taught like a lot of psychological skills kind of like how yeah. people think how people act so that's something i i will never forget like to this day i still use a lot of those principles but you know if you're starting out kind of like it's a good option because like if you do get good at it the pay is good the commissions are good you're gonna get a lot of skills out of it you're gonna get a lot of knowledge out of it so i i would 100 percent like I would recommend it actually yeah if, if you have nothing else like yeah. if you ha- have no idea what to do it's not a bad option i'm not saying to go ahead and join but it's it's not a bad option to at least get at least free knowledge because they're you know they pretty much read books it's kind of like a mastermind in a yeah. sense um read books uh you learn a lot of at least in world financial group like you learn a lot of financial literacy a lot mm-hmm. of things that you it would be like hard to just you know put all together yep and, and learn it um uh, so yeah it yeah it isn't the only way though it is as we as we learned because i think luckily now we're in a better place mm-hmm. um in a lot better place and so like it, it isn't the only way so yeah for the people who saw us leave and thought we were losers yeah and it's not saying like oh you know we're we're doing good now it's just i think more than anything it's the fact that i i don't like i hate actually when they call people losers if they don't join world financial group if they do join and they end up leaving you're a loser you're never going to be nothing in life that's the one thing i dislike the most with the passion yeah and i think that's how they pe- get people to to kind of stay because yeah. then they, they don't want to quit they don't want to be inconsistent yeah. with you know what they're doing because it, yeah because it, for me like it was kind of like i had been there for like a year year and a half and so it was kind of like hard leave after that because you know you just wanted to you know continue you know be successful like you you quit you're a loser you know you will always be a quitter kind of thing yep other than that that was pretty much it i know there's a lot more stories but th- maybe that's a, a time for another day other than that any final thoughts yeah the business model, or at least World Financial Group, I think we're talking specifically right now with World Financial Group because I don't know how other, like, you know, mm-hmm. type of business, like those type of businesses work. But the business itself, the business model isn't bad. It's the people that yep. run it that can make it bad. Yep. I'm pretty sure there's some offices that run it, like, very legit and all that. And so that I think that would be, that that's, you know, something, some, if you were to get started, you would want to get started with them. But it's it's the people that make it good or bad. 
Mm. Or like any any work, anywhere you work. Yeah, cause, the, yeah, yeah, because you could work at a really like uh, Amazon. You could work mm-hmm. at Amazon, and you know, so it's it's a kind of like quote unquote like a normal corporate like business, but it's you know a lot of per- people perceive it as bad, you know, especially in the warehouses. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you? No, I agree. It's a it's a good option, uh, especially for the younger people who are you could say barely eighteen, graduating high school. If you have nothing or you don't know what to do, I would say get in any type of sales because that's gonna grow your your experience, your skill set. Like it's gonna grow it a lot. You're gonna learn how to talk to people. You're gonna learn psychological principles of how people act, and you know, at the same time, you know, if you're in sales, whether it be World Financial Group or something else you could end up getting good commissions you could end up getting good pay and yeah and one thing i would also say is you know if you are starting you're young and you know you do want to do some type of business you want to do something else other than that i also would recommend you know maybe getting a policy for yourself because if you're going to end up becoming the main breadwinner of your family it's always good to you know like worst case scenarios just in case you know like just in case you know my business becomes very successful or it starts doing good that you know like it replaces one income of the household, two incomes. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Yeah, and and like like and if like I, final thoughts for me now that you talked some of it is um if you do start working there or start working in any like type of business, uh, don't put the blinders on because yeah. I know being there like you could kind of like it could just be like you could just have tunnel vision, but don't put you know the blinders on and actually see that it's not the only way. Yeah, it's it's a way, but it's not the only way. Nope. Um, so definitely, um, or if you're in there, just seeing if, if, if it's the right thing for you. It might be the right thing for like the person who recruited you, but it might not be the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely don't put the blinders on because there are uh, other options for sure. Thank you for your final thoughts. Those were a little bit of my final thoughts. And uh, let us know if you guys are in uh, MLM, World Financial Group, Primerica, uh, let us know your experiences, whether you liked it, you didn't like it, if you were successful, you, you know, maybe it wasn't, it wasn't the right thing for you, but yeah, just let us know. Uh, this was a little bit of our experience in World Financial Group and MLM in general. And with that, thank you guys for watching and we'll see you on the next episode.